Adam, can you handle this? Ali, can you handle this? Kevin, can you handle this? I don't think they can handle this. Hello and welcome to Laps Game Radio. I am your host for today, Adam, and today I am joined by the Lego mentalist that is Kev <laughs> and everyone's favourite YouTube motorhead, Ali. Hello, guys. Bonjour. Hello. How's it going? Ace. Good. Same here. Yeah. It's, a, uh, it's Victoria Day today here, so we Ooh. celebrate Queen Victoria. <laughs> For some really? reason. Why don't we? <laughs> That's mental. I have no idea. <laughs> because we have too many bank holidays as it is. <laughs> yeah, you already had you already had May Day, I guess. We don't get mm. May Day. <laughs> and we have got one next week. Why do we celebrate yeah. May anyway? What's so special about May as a month? It's not even a tax year. Month. It's rubbish. <laughs> Something to do. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of tax, we're going to talk about... Uh, I just got a lovely tax return, actually. So we're going to talk about what we picked up with The Price Is Just About Right. The Price Is Just About Right. Ali, do you want to kick us off? What did you pick up this month? Yeah. um, So since the last time I was on, um, I had a... A little splurge. Um, so I picked up Mario Kart 8, which I think I spoke about in the last episode, or at least it was uh, in my basket ready to go, which is the first time I've picked up Mario Kart um, since the DS version, I think mm-hmm. I got last. Uh, so quite a while since I've picked up one of them. Wow, that's wild. Good. I also picked up the expansion for Forza Horizon 3, which is Hot Wheels, uh, which oh, yeah. is completely insane. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, I picked up Motorsport Manager the other day. Um, just as something to do. You uh, too. Which, yeah, yeah, it's uh, a little bit crazy. Is that as a result of Chazzy talking about it a few, it might be a few months back now, actually? Yeah, one of my mates has been banging on about it a while as well. Oh, okay. So I just thought, oh, why not? I got it for like 12 quid yeah, yeah. off Amazon, so it's like expensive. Uh, and then I also picked up The Surge, which again, speak about in my games oh, yeah. later, uh, but that's the yep. uh, the latest game um, from Deck 13, uh, who also did Laws of the Fallen. So it's a Dark Souls kind of game. Um, oh, but yeah. yeah. Explain a little bit more about that later. Uh, but yeah, so just those four little little things um, from me. Uh, how about yourself? <sighs> okay. Mine's quite the list. As we all know, I've not been around for a while on a regular show. So in nope. order to, for posterity's sake, I'm literally going to tell you everything I've bought. But I'm not going to go into too many. There's a few things I'm going to go into details about, I guess. Cool. Um, so I picked up Mass Effect Andromeda, Prey, Blint Hook, Late Shift, which is really good. Uh, I'll talk about them quickly. Really good modern FMV game. Like, it's really well shot. Um, you yeah. can also just watch it as a movie if you want to. You don't even have to make the choices. It will just skip through. All right. That's a good film. Um, I am really like old FMV games, so I wanted to get a more modern one. This is The Police, which I which was on sale. I or cheap I guess yeah. uh, Thimbleweed Park the Kickstarter for that finally came out um, so I got my copy of that that I'd back uh, Persona 5 I Ooh. bought for the PS3 what? alright you know I don't have a PS4 do I? Just oh of course yeah yeah oh sorry yeah <laughs> and then when I heard that copies were kind of going to be limited or like they were selling out I thought I'd snap one up and seem as it's like 20 bucks cheaper on PS3 I was like I'll just get that it's still crazy prices PS3. over here as well I'd. yeah yeah so I figured I'd get it, and if I ever do get a PS4 and I've not got around to playing Persona 5, I'll just uh, trade it in. Yeah. yeah. You'll probably get a tidy return as well, to be Damn fair. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might end up being able to put it towards a console. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then the last full price thing I picked up is a game called Kona, which is one of these uh, narrative like first-person games with some survival elements. And the reason I picked that up is because it's set in Canada. Apparently, right. so I thought that'd be quite interesting. Well, it'd be depressing. Yeah, yeah, it'll be very <laughs> bleak. I would imagine <laughs> things I actually picked up that are actually bargains and were things I nudged on the price is uh, the 360 
backwards compatibility sale is on oh. on Xbox One at the moment. It's like 257 games yeah, on sale ridiculously until... Ridiculously cheap. I think it's till the end of tomorrow. Yeah, uh, either I, today or tomorrow, it I think. Might be today, today or think tomorrow, yeah. Today, yeah. Uh, might be tonight, actually. Anyway, um, so I picked up Midway Arcade Origins, which is like a collection of all their old Atari and arcade games. Mm-hmm. Uh, World of Keflings and Age of Booty, which I'll talk about later. Ghostbusters, I really liked that Ghostbusters game that came out. I've played it before, but fancied playing it again, so picked it up to play on the Xbox One. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, which I never played back in the day, and it was $15, so I thought that's a bargain. Dragon's Lair, the old uh, laser disc awesome. game, picked Whoa. up that. Gave that a quick playthrough this morning. Still hard as balls to yeah. uh, <laughs> get the timings down. Doesn't matter how well you think you've got them, you're still f***ing <laughs> die, and it's so annoying. Uh, <laughs> and then I picked up Toy Story 3 as well, which is a 360 game, which I've heard good things about, as in it kind of... It's a really good game. Yeah, yeah. and people have talked about it kind of like how it's set up a lot of the thought behind disney infinity kind of like some of the modes on that so i thought i'll give it a go for five dollars um i picked up the humble indie bundle 18 that came with kentucky route zero which i started recording a let's play of um so the first episode of that's already up on our youtube channel actually Mm -hmm. it's a really interesting game what else was in it oh uh steamworld heist was in it which interested me as well good and then a game called beholder which i don't know anything about, but I'll maybe report back on later. And then the last purchase I made is I bought a Raspberry Pi. Ah. Because I don't really have room for my retro stuff. And at the moment, I have it all in these <laughs> like shipping containers almost. <laughs> like, we have a container downstairs, and it's fu- full of like plastic, like massive boxes with all my retro stuff. And every time I want to play one, I'm going down there, lugging it out. Uh. I need to take... I should take a picture of the storage container because it's like a Tetris dream. Like, the way I've managed <laughs> to fit everything in perfectly. And there's all sorts of weird shapes. Like, there's even a box in there, that the, our soundbar box, that is shaped like an L Tetris piece. <laughs> and I've somehow managed to just wedge that pink? in perfectly. <laughs> it's not pink, unfortunately, no. So every time I want to play something retro, it's this big struggle of like, oh, I'll never uh. remember how this... So I just thought, I pick up a retro pie, dump everything on it, and then I can play stuff when I want. 360 controller, wireless, just plugs straight in and works with it. Um, so I've been having a good old tinker with that. There's some, like the... Cons- cartridge-based console stuff works really well and easily on it, but anything else aside from that is a bit fiddly. Mm. So I've been—I spent the best part of an afternoon <laughs> about trying to get Amiga games to work on it, and couldn't for the life of me get them to work. So that's another little pet project for me. Now, what do you want Amiga games for up. anyway? It's all about Atari ST. Who cares? No, Ooh, <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a can of worms. Spectrum, that's what I want. That's it. Fight on. <laughs> How easy is it to do? Add because this is some uh, really easy. Time. Yeah. Okay, so I actually f***ed it up at first. Because <laughs> um, I bought it, it came with a pre-installed 32 gig memory card that yeah. has um, like a version of Linux kind of installed on it. And mm. then you install the RetroPie thing on top of that. And where I ran into the problem is the formatting of the SD card is in FAT32 that Windows doesn't properly recognize. No. So I installed RetroPie, worked fine and everything. And then I went to put the SD card in to copy over the ROMs yeah. and I was like wait a sec there's not enough room on this SD card it was only reading as like one gigabyte so I tried to repartition it oh. and then just and then just oh. wiped the whole SD card <laughs> I started from scratch and just copied everything into the right directories followed this uh, RetroPie have their own website and like a wiki and like a GitHub page that so just right. tells you step by step yeah. so I just copied everything back onto the memory card after I'd properly formatted it so Windows would recognise it and the Raspberry Pi would dragged everything over plugged it in and it just goes and un- uh, like unpacks and extracts everything and the RetroPie stuff's there mm. then you plug a there's a couple of ways of setting it up you can use an FTP server which is what I ended up doing or you can just plug a USB stick in take the USB stick back out and it'll have made all the folders that you need for each emulator on that USB stick and oh, you just wow. drag and drop everything off your PC um, so it's super easy and then like I said you plug a wireless 360 controller in or you've got a Bluetooth controller and it just recognises it oh that's amazing like that. it's almost it's because I've always found it it's such a faff with PC like getting yeah. emulators working and like the, oh, gotcha. the window ratios yeah. never quite work and each like this is running like uh, special versions of each 
emulator that work within the RetroPie and like RetroArch framework. So there's none of that faffing about the controllers. You set it up for the hardware, I guess, not for each emulator. So the controllers work across each emulator seamlessly. Like I always found with, there's some things I could just never get to work on emulators, like 32X games. I always found the controller bindings on PC just never worked well. And like I like to play Star Wars Arcade and there's a few others on there. Yeah. Virtual racing and stuff that I quite like. And I just could never get them to work how I wanted them to on PC. But this is like, perfect the set i got bought came with a little case that you just slot everything in little heat sinks that stick on top of everything um the one criticism i have is it's not easy to once you turn it off you the only way to turn it back on is to like unplug it and plug it back in again but there are mods to like there are mods to like make power switches and stuff you can add a little ir camera so you can use like a remote control with it all sorts of clever stuff. It might be worth seeing if there's an app you can get so you can turn it on via Ethernet. Yeah, that's possible. So you might be able yeah, to remotely, ping yeah. the IP address and it will kick in. Yeah, huh, that's worth looking into. God, you're smart, cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I did see people about there's some sort of scripts you can set up and stuff. Um, yeah. In an ideal world, you'd use the controller, but I guess that signal's not active all the time like it is with our consoles that we've gotten used to but yeah yeah you're probably right there is probably some way to ping it because you can still install stuff on it with the ftp client when it's switched off so yeah so it must still be pinging you're right okay that's a project for me to look into at a later time (laughs) that's a good tip maybe (laughs) i'll report back (laughs) which generation have you got because i know there's a couple of generations at least i went with the three three three, which is the newest one and yeah looking at the like I guess the dev cycle of it. There isn't another one planned until 2018 or maybe even 2019. All right. That's like they work out the costing to make it as cheap as they can and the size they can. So that's kind of the production scale that they're working at. It's like how fast they'd be able to downscale a significant upgrade to even bother with it. Yeah. Um, And it was pretty cheap. It cost me $99 with the case, HDMI cable, or 32 a uh, gig SD card. Um, what else did it come with? All the extra nubbins you need. The mm. Software installed. So $99. That's about 60 quid for you guys. That's really good. I've got a, a Raspberry Pi 2. Yeah. That I just use for XBMC, or at least I used to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, they're awesome little bits of kit. It's great. It's amazing. Especially if you've got the time to muck around with them as well. If it's yeah. that easy, I might actually look into it then, because even I can't f*** this up, surely. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. I think uh, with, with that's undaft. I think they give them children these days to, you yes. know, like not children, but like <laughs> senior school people yeah, to teach programming, uh, to, to program and stuff, yeah, yeah. like early right. programming. Mm-hmm. I think that was the original design. Even if you do f- it up, you can still correct it, like I managed to. Yeah, you can still recover. Yeah, yeah. Like at the end of the day, it's just a little box with that's booting off an SD card. So as long as you've got the time to piss about with the SD card, you're going to get it working eventually. Yeah. Well, I always think it looks like ORAC from Blake 7, so that really puts an age on me straight away. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Do you even know what Blake 7 is? (laughs) (laughs) God, I hate you. (laughs) Brilliant. Okay, uh, Kev, did you pick up anything this month? I picked up a Lego... Um, mini kit last week but that's it because I were talking about that last week anyway of course you picked up Lego why wouldn't you well that's it it's Lego City Undercover come on oh yeah okay <laughs> well seeing as you're talking about Lego already Kev do you want to tell us what you've been playing and I've got a feeling it's probably going to be Lego themed <laughs> <laughs> might not be you know, I might have just picked up Go Gears on. of War 7 or something. Surprise us then. What have you been playing, Cav? <laughs> Gears of War yeah. 7. Okay. It's going to happen. I've, <laughs> I've predicted it. It's there. <laughs> right. I've been back in Lego Dimensions again. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I got the Le- Lego City Undercover Fun Pack, which is awesome because Chase McCain is like the Swiss Army knife of characters. He's got everybody's abilities. He's brilliant. Um, Sweet. Oh, okay. That's cool. I discovered then that I'm a bit of a slacker in the gold brick department. I'd got um, 255 out of, (laughs) wait for this, 1,016 gold bricks available now. And so what (laughs) i might be wrong here but they add new gold bricks every time a new playset comes out yeah well yeah sometimes it's a playset or a wave as well yeah jesus 
So basically, each world has got its own gold bricks, and so has each yes. actual level in the game and oh, story packs. And <laughs> it's really weird because if you buy it by a story pack, you're kind of getting three for the price of one because you get the story pack where you play through the main story, then you get like the world, the adventure world that goes with that story. Yeah. So if you buy like a Harry Potter pack, you get a Harry Potter world, but then. What I didn't know was that there's also a second story when you actually look on the um, massive portal. You know, if you actually go into the levels, you'll find that there is actually an extra story there as well. What, in the main portal? Yes. Yeah, if you go to the portal and go to Vorton or whether you want to go to the Shard, there's actually another story there. So I spent ages doing this because I've finally starting to wade through and get some gold bricks and I've managed to get my score up to 310 now um, but there's so much to do I don't think I'm actually going to be alive to finish it <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, yeah, it's ridiculous and they haven't finished making sets yet so that number still could go a bit higher right? oh yeah well that's it yeah. we've definitely got um, at least three sets that are due out this year um, now, whether 2017 ends up being the end of it, I don't know. I hope not, but kind of hope so as well, because 355 out of 1016, you know, after two years of playing the bloody game, that's a bit depressing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about it for me. Nothing else? No, no, not really had time. Yeah, yeah busy playing at life, living in a basement <laughs> and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, Mandens. Mandans. <laughs> That's the way forward. I guess people don't know you have been developing a new Mandan in your basement, and so you'll have to share some pictures when it's all done. Oh, defo, yeah. yeah. Once I've got all the Lego on the wall. Let the world <laughs> yeah. see the glory that is your Mandan, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ali, what have you been playing? So, um, yeah, I picked up The Surge, which was out last week, I think, last Tuesday. Um, is it me, or does it just sound like a dodgy genital disease? Yeah, it could I'm sorry, be. but yeah. the surge, I, you know, it's like something you get in, encounter when you're on a bad date. Oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. I get what you mean. Sounds a little bit like the clap. Kind yeah. Of. <laughs> yeah. It just makes me think of, have you ever seen um, Get Him to the Greek, Russell Brand? Uh, yeah. Brilliant song in that. <laughs> yeah. You've got the clap. I got the surge. <laughs> yeah, I've got the blue balls. It's the surge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I haven't got a sexually transmitted <laughs> disease or infection or whatever the politically correct well, term is these days. Good to make that clear yeah. <laughs> for everyone. It's like a sci-fi kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. So whereas a lot of uh, your Dark Souls and things are more mythical, okay. um, this is obviously going more towards robots and different things. Um, and and f- first up, it's the first time I've ever... You only, you only get to play it for a brief few minutes. Oh. You actually play as a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the beginning yeah. yeah which is really good because it actually makes you think i can't just jump and run and do things that you'd normally do like normally the first time you get in a game and you're just jumping over all these barriers and get to where i need to get to and be a dick but you can't when you're in a wheelchair to the point that there's bits that, uh, when you first start off you're going in to say that you want to become this soldier and things and they're going to make you walk again and you go into these rigs which basically look a little bit more sophisticated, but very similar to the rig yeah. that Ripley drives in yeah. Aliens. Like a less bulky kind of version, yeah. Yeah, it just kind of bolts into your torso, and it's a little bit smaller. Um, but yeah, as you're going to your recruitment, and there's two different sides to get to, um, there's bits where, and I'm not even really talking about the game as such now, but um, so you're in a wheelchair, so you can't go up the stairs, so then you have to like go right out of your way to go up a ramp to get to the train and stuff. Um, it just made me think a little bit and thinking actually apart from unless you've been dicking around in a game and it's more of a humour element to it it's the first game I've played where you're actually disabled yeah. I think the only other thing I can think is Killer7 don't you play one of those characters is in a wheelchair but yeah, I don't... maybe yeah but yeah I get what you mean it's totally the first time like disability yeah. is kind of used as a plot device perhaps yeah yeah and it works really well because it's not like you're in a wheelchair but you're doing stunts and bollocks to the stairs you can get your way up you have to physically think oh yeah i can't go up that way and so yeah basically you're going in to say that you kind of want to help um the world and it's not massively explained uh so then you pick whether you want to be a light kind of person so as in weight wise so you're more quick and agile or you want to be more of a tank so you've a bit of a dominator i went down the, the heavier route so you go down the route, go through the door, and it shows you a few little bits. And then you kind of get... It's quite graphic. They're actually drilling bolts into you, this machine is. 
so that all the harnesses can get onto you and he's like screaming in pain and then you black out and then the next time the game kicks in right at the very start you're being dragged around by a robot and you're in a bit of what they call a rig um and then that's it you're kind of into the game you have to get a power core to power up your suit and then you basically go around killing uh other robots or people that seem a bit crazed in suits and i've done the first boss and i still haven't got a clue what's going on (laughs) (laughs) basically um so it seems like these other people that are in these rigs have just gone a little bit mental for some reason it's not like a they're all humans. Like it's not that they're being that something's gone wrong with their implants or something. Or do you just uh, well, there is some like drones as well that have gone a bit nuts. And the computers. There's a bit after the main boss where you uh, okay. where you first get your own little drone, and even that kind of has a bit of a malfunction and it's going a bit nuts. Um, but apart from the little drones, all the little or say all, all the guys that you like, what would be trash mm-hmm. mobs as you get to the boss are really hard. And I mean, harder than what it is yeah. in Dark Souls. You can't just like, once you've leveled up, just blitz through them. Um, but it's really, yeah. really brutal as well. So they all have a weapon. So one guy's got like a, a, a one-handed sword that's quite jagged. Mm-hmm. And you go, yeah, I want that. So you target the hand that it's in. And then you do a finishing move and rip it oh, off. Oh, okay. I and get it. That, oh, yeah. my God. Um, <laughs> yeah. And there's a bit where if you target the head as well to get the helmet off, uh. there's a finishing move. So you, you, you beat him up and then you hold down square. And then you just kind of just jump up on him and then just like really like just literally decapitate him or slice him in half and stuff. It's brutal. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think I've been playing Lego for too long. This stuff's yeah. really starting to turn me off now. <laughs> I'm soft. <laughs> um. But yeah, if you get a couple of guys in um, at you at once, you're pretty much going to die unless you've like worked your way up. And basically everyone that you kill, you get scrap and then you, you do up your rig and get better bits. I think I, I watched a quick look video of it and how the scrap, like you can target different body bits and that depends what kind of loot you get. So like if you're targeting someone's head, you can get helmet. Yeah, because you get scrap and then you get like yeah. certain metals from that, that, that body part. Um, and then you can create your own gear as well and put that on and get it off other people and that uh the first boss took me a couple of days to take down just to figure it out <laughs> uh which was just a massive massive robot um but yeah it's, it's good um and apparently there are, i think there's only about five bosses in it yeah i heard there was less than you'd think there would be like less than say a dark Souls. yeah uh but anybody that's listening that has played a dark souls game it's more bloodborne style so there's no shields and things and it's more about dodging and getting out of the way and then going in with your attacks and stuff so um really good game really enjoying it um can't play it a lot at once because it gets really frustrating if i'm dying a lot yeah um and all the different enemies some of them have got, like just run at you as well like they are crazed and <laughs> dual wield and just beat the <laughs> out of you yeah um yeah so I'll, I'll report back more when i know more about what Sounds actually good. is going on yeah um but yeah uh Mario Kart 8 Deluxe oh, on Switch. Yes. Fantastic. Love it. Uh, as Mark said in a couple of episodes ago, uh, myself and Kev and Mark managed to get online, uh, which you guys said was a lot more stable. Than- yeah, yeah. A hell of a lot of an improvement on the Wii U version. Yeah. The Wii U version, it tended to drop oh, you out of the um, lobby. You know, and even though you were yeah. playing as a private game, you would just suddenly be on separate races. But... None of that now. It's so stable. It's ridiculous. I, I think they've even improved some something else with it in a, in a latest patch. God, I, don't, I don't know it's what. It's so good. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm loving it. I've not played one for ages. Uh, I've done the 50 and 100 CC cups. Uh, I'll not go on about it too much because we've, we've yeah. banged this drum yeah. for quite a while. Still, still trying to get Colm to buy it. <laughs> I keep tweeting him deals, going, oh, look, it's only £35. Come on, Colm. He will. He loves a bit of Mario Kart. <laughs> Come to the dark side. <laughs> Great. Um, we just need to play a bit more online, I think. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, spoke about it before. You finished it. Loving the game. I'm about halfway through. Oh, no, God. No. It's, it, <laughs> I, the thing is, is, there's quite a few side quests and yeah. stuff to do. Um, so if you've ever played a Far Cry game, which I'm sure you haven't, Kev, because it's first person, but absolutely not. It's one of those games <laughs> where, in order to carry more stuff, you have to go and gather, like kill certain animals or whatever, to get the skins to increase your yeah. inventory size yeah. of certain bits. So I get quite sidetracked going right. I want to get as good as I can and stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, really, really good game. The mechanics on it are great. The way you can target a flame, like a, a fuel canister, on the back of one of the animals or 
mechanical animals uh, and then that blows up but then that'll set off a chain reaction if there's quite a few in the area looks fantastic it's great fun so that's good the forza horizon 3 hot wheels expansion it looks gorgeous yeah. it's basically uh you go to another island and there's loads of they've basically put hot wheels tracks on even the, the speed boost bits and loops and jumps and stuff uh, have you have you got Horizon Three, Adam? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Have you got the expansion? I didn't buy this yet. My only reason is, is it look, it reminds me a bit of uh, Trackmania Turbo. Yeah, and I haven't finished Trackmania Turbo, so in my head, I'm kind of thinking, ah, I don't need it quite. And I still haven't. To be fair, I still haven't finished all of the core content of Horizon either. Like. Because yeah. it's massive. Um, <laughs> There's loads. But yeah. yeah. So, um, but it definitely does look good. I've watched videos of it. I like how it's open world and stuff and as well. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Um, I've not played Track Mania. Mm-hmm. I've only played the demo. But yeah, basically, it's, it's really good. Some of the track... There's different colours. It's years since I've actually played with Hot Wheels. But there's a blue <laughs> bit which seems to be quite slippy. And there's like... You, you do put different tyres on, but um, it's just getting used to the, the tracks, I think. And, it, and it's very narrow as well. And this is the only time I will complain about driver tars, which is their version of AIs, because they're a little bit rough. And there's bits where there's no size to the track and you could be hundreds of feet up in the air and they just knock you off the track. It's rainbow road all over again. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Really, really annoying. But yeah, no, it's it's really crazy. It's very open world, like you were saying, Adam. So the tracks are there and you can just drive around them and then go to a race and then it actually sets up the circuit for you. Um, And some of the speeds you get is ridiculous. When it first came out, I was thinking, what the f***? Yeah, it's like it's a bit and, weird. And then you play but... it, yeah, uh, and it's just good fun. It's just a bit a bit nuts, which is what the Horizon series is about, just having fun driving around streets and that. Um, but now we've got Hot Wheels, so you've got quite a few of the cars as well. Uh, the, the probably key one is the Bone Shaker, um, oh, which is yeah. like an old school hot okay. rod yeah, type yeah. of thing. Um, so yeah, yeah, having loads of fun on that, trying to get the, uh, the, the Forza-thons each week and different things. So yeah. Loving that. Um, and then finally, again, after speaking to Chazzy and uh, a mate of mine at work, uh, finally picked up Motorsport Manager. And yeah, loving it. Um, as we said in a previous episode, basically just managing your own yeah. team, mm-hmm. yeah. motorsport team. You can do uh, either uh, single seaters, uh, which is basically anything from GP2, GP1, and then F1, uh, or GP3, GP2. Uh, and then you've also got uh, GT cars. Um, so like your uh, your Porsche and stuff like that, uh, oh, and it's cool. really good. It's it's good fun. Uh, the drivers moan like absolute bitches, and you have to ignore them. <laughs> Massive prima donnas in the game, um, but it's interesting because the lower leagues you have uh, fueling, so you have to consider your strategy. So you might not have the quickest car, but if you do your fueling strategy right, then you might be able to actually get quite a way up in uh, in the rankings and spending your money wisely, adding sponsorships and stuff. Um, so if you like motorsport and you think you're a, another Ross Braun or something, give it a go. There's lots and lots of mods for it as well. Uh, it's part of the Steam Workshop, um, so you can actually download skins for it so it looks like it's F1 and Formula E oh, and, cool. and different things like that. Cool. Um, but yeah, yeah. What are you playing two it Two thumbs on? up, as we say. Ali. PC. All right. PC. Oh. Yeah. There is... There is a version on the iPad. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is where version. they first launched version. it. Yeah. Um, and then they've upped the graphics and added more things to it because obviously you've got you more can. power. Yeah. Um, but yeah, playing on the PC, it's, it's quite good just to chill out to. The music's quite relaxing as well. Uh, you could chuck a podcast on, chuck a, something on YouTube, whatever, put something on Netflix and just run the races. Christ almighty, who are you? The man who fell to earth? How, how much do you have running while you're playing something? Not all at once. I'm just saying you could, could have one of those on. I mean, you know, I've only got two ears. <laughs> yeah, that's what you don't know right now. He is playing that and watching EastEnders or something. Yeah, and he's also cooking tea with his feet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's me. Cool. Uh, all right. Adam, take it away. Strapping, guys. This is going right. to be a while. Okay. <laughs> So first things first, I beat Mass Effect Andromeda. Wow. It took 72 hours. Oof. Three days. I checked uh, earlier. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> That's a bit of a slog. Um, <laughs> despite all of its flaws, like I know there was all the buggy stuff, there's, there is a good game in there. There's, the ending is possibly one of the most... Epic endings in a game I've ever experienced. There's definitely you're definitely getting a bit of adrenaline rush. Um, the problem slightly is that it hasn't really earned that ending by the time you get there. Okay, yeah. 
<laughs> because of some of the bad writing. So, like, it just... the You don't care about some of the characters as much. Um, what I really hoped from this game was... I don't know if either of you played Mass Effect 2, some of the DLC that came out afterwards. There was some... Like, there was a Shadow Broker DLC that was more serious, but then there was also some... There was one called The Citadel, where basically you guys had, like, a party and stuff, and it was just about getting arrangements for the party. Um, so then that's it kind of reminded me a bit about Star Trek, how sometimes in, like, The Next Generations there were dead serious episodes, but then there were some episodes, kind of, that were a bit more, like, off-kilter, a bit lower-key. Yeah, you've got a triple episode. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, like, the random episode of The Next Generation where they're all drugged or whatever it is and they're all falling in love yeah. with each other and just want to get it in. Like, weird things like that. And I kind of hoped they would sort of take that approach with this and it'd be more like going to a new universe. There could be, or new galaxy, there could be, like, almost, like, little isolated, like, monster of the weeks or alien of the week, like, episodic bits. Yeah. And in the end, it's kind of not really like that. You meet, like, three other new species... Um, it is kind of explained why there aren't as many species around by the the enemies, the cat that you fight, but it's not kind of enough. Um, but I did still enjoy it. I still, like, the overarching plot wasn't fantastic at times, but there was still some interesting side content, like, which is what I always liked about those games, which is what I liked about, like, Star Wars Old Republic and Old Republic 2. Like, some of the most affecting missions from Old Republic 2 were things where you were just being a dick to just innocent people and wrecking their lives <laughs> and like or Always saving people by this yeah exactly um <laughs> i did run into like numerous bugs all the way through it like mission i uh, captured a couple of them where like i'd be running towards the uh like quest marker would be on a guy i'd run up to where he is and then he just disappeared like gone he wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> stupid things like that and i'm just like brilliant and then i like for that particular one i had to reset it about three times before eventually he reappeared um do these bugs come later in the game because i've i've played it but not for as long as you uh, um so i've done about probably about 20 hours or so into it i've not come across any major bugs um, but I'm just wondering if it's something yeah. that's later on or... That was a bit later on, that one in particular. Like, I didn't come across... Like, I know people had that weird bug where, like, when you were being brought out of cryo, like, a character just, like, spawned out of your back, basically. I know people had that weird bug and weird... Uh, the weird walking bug thing where your legs went all weird. Like, I never experienced that, but then... Even the animation, it's definitely off. There's weird things that don't yeah. work. Weird choices. Like, if you were a film director, I'd imagine it's very frustrating to watch because you'd be wondering why they've picked some of the camera angles sometimes during cutscenes. It's like, why is a character telling me something really important and you're zooming in on my face looking smug about something like I've just farted <laughs> in the room and no one's noticed? Like, it's just, it strikes me as weird. Um, I still, Does it reek of rushed, yeah. or is it just rushed and perhaps, sloppy? Rushed and a sloppy, yeah. I think because it was yeah. made by what was it Bioware Montreal, who traditionally have just been like a support studio that have done like assets for other games and multiplayer bits for other games. So then you make it makes you wonder: is it a bit of like inexperience? So then they thought they were doing a good job, and then maybe that coupled with like rushing it out before the end of last fiscal year because. EA didn't have a whole bunch out last year mm. other than like right. Titanfall yeah. and Battlefield was about it like their big hitters for last Christmas and then other than that they have not had a whole bunch out so then you start to think yeah maybe it was a rush job yeah uh, so yeah a bit disappointing but I also really liked it and then it's I guess that news came out that there isn't that the studio's being put back to being a support studio and the franchise in hold so it's kind of sad um, it does it doesn't set up for a direct sequel, but there's definitely hope, like for a sequel, kind of, and a few a few little threads that are left unexplained. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I definitely enjoyed it. I wouldn't have stuck out the seventy two hours if I hadn't done. I could have probably finished it a lot quicker if I really hated it and just rushed through it to get the main story done. But I uh, did more of the side stuff and enjoyed it. Yeah. Game. There's I didn't. always hope. There's always hope they might come back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, talking of hope, <laughs> Star Wars Force Unleashed 2, 2 has got none. Terrible game. <laughs> I played and streamed this over the weekend of Star Wars Celebration because it was on my list of uh, games to beat for the year. 
I really, yeah. I really like Star Wars Force Unleashed one. I thought it did good things. Yeah. It was clever. Like at the time, it was considered canon, and like they did some interesting things with Darth Vader's like role in the inception of the uh, Rebel Alliance. But this one's just terrible. Yeah. Is this what was Games with Gold? Yeah, they gave it away Games with Gold last month or the month before. It's still a good giveaway. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but it is lazy it's really short there's a lot of levels where it like recycles the same bits over and over again uh, mm. the story's kind of dumb like yeah not a great game um, but whatever it's when you compare it to something like a Bayonetta or Devil May Cry it's really lacklustre and crappy so yeah not a good one uh, I went back to Titanfall 2 over the last weekend or so and that Me. game is still incredible it's so amazing. Yeah. Um, they've added a couple of new modes. There's a really good mode where each match only lasts a minute. There's five peak pilots on each team, and it's kind of last man standing, but with the added twist that there's a flag in the middle. And whichever team holds the flag at the end of that minute wins. So technically, you could be your team could be losing. Like There could be five people on the other team, and you're the last man standing, but you'd still win because you have the flag. So it kind of opens up oh, an interesting... Okay. like dynamic and because it only lasts a minute each round and it's first to five it's just really like fast paced and fun um unfortunately though if you play it on like the mixtape where it rolls through the mode it doesn't seem like there's many people playing any mode that isn't attrition or the bounty hunt so if you like capture the flag and stuff you're probably not going to find a game at least on xbox one which is a bit disappointing yeah i've not been on it for a while on ps4 but yeah still a great game still love it Next up, I played and finished Beyond Two Souls, uh, David Cage's, I guess, most recent game. Where do you guys stand on David Cage of, like, uh, Fahrenheit and, uh, what's it called, Heavy Rain fame? <laughs> I really liked Heavy Rain. <laughs> oh, See, me <laughs> too. <laughs> I'm embarrassed uh, by it. <laughs> See, the thing yeah. is, for me, they're kind of, I feel like they're, like, high-budget uh, almost like adventure games, almost like the Telltale games. Yeah. They're not too dissimilar. So like you're making choices. Mm. Um, there's a lot of narrative. There's quick time events and stuff. And I just feel like they're yeah. really well polished versions of them. Like yeah. granted, um, both Indigo Prophecy or Fahrenheit and Heavy Rain both have ridiculous endings where they get completely carried away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Indigo Prophecy, you basically have sex with a ghost and then like you step into the matrix kind of um, <laughs> I'm not, I've not played Fahrenheit I can't remember the ending to um, Heavy Rain the problem with Heavy Rain is it has a twist who the killer is I don't want to spoil it because I know it just ah, and it doesn't yeah. make any sense because you've seen that character from a certain point of view it makes no sense it's right a, yeah. like complete conceit that didn't make any sense um, considering how that take game works, too long to complete, does it? Either no, they're all they're all relatively short games, like under ten hours. Yeah, mm, um, yeah. could do a playlist on one. So well, we easily could, like Beyond Two Souls. Oh, I'm not doing that. Six <laughs> hours. Um, so I think from the off, though, this game does it right. It wears its supernatural stuff on its sleeve. It's like, yep, this is weird. Um, so you play yeah. uh, Juno from the movie Juno. <laughs> So she's had a kid with Michael. She's had a kid with Michael Sarah, and now she's got a spirit inside her, and she's possessed. Um, yeah, yeah. And I played of, the demo, I think. And you interact using the spirit stuff a bit, like things like ghost trick, kind of. You're manipulating um, objects to like scare people and stuff. You can possess characters, which kind of leads to cool puzzles. Um, and it's a, it's a good interesting story there's card choices to be made there's 24 different yeah. endings apparently oh uh, wow so I picked what seemed like a happy ending uh, there's, a, there's a couple of like just thinking where some of the choices could have gone there's some very dark endings um, but yeah really good game I'd recommend it if you like that sort of thing yeah I do love those games that give you the, the choices but hard choices as well like in Heavy Rain where I might spoil something here for you Kev you have to cut something off yep <gasps> no, not your pee pee. <laughs> but then the fact the fact that you have to shake the controller and yeah. almost physically do it is just <laughs> it, <laughs> oh no! Some of the best mechanics in a game as well. It's yeah. Uh, yeah, I do I do like these kind of games. I liked Heavy Rain that much that I replayed it when they patched in the uh, move controls because I was like, that's a oh okay, yeah, that's yeah. a natural way to play it because I think it's got it. The way it does all that stuff is good representations of the actions you're doing. 
And they kind yeah. of nailed that. And like, there's the brushing your teeth by shaking things or something. And just, it works. Yes. It makes yeah, yeah. sense. Yeah. Or getting stuck in the closet like Kevros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how you manage that, but whatever. I don't know how I managed that. I just got stuck in the closet like a weird geriatric and just <laughs> thought, right, I'm stuck. And that's it. I give in. So that was the demo level. <laughs> okay, good and job. I never... Well, there were a free demo came out for it ooh, way before the game actually was finished. And yeah. Um, yeah, I just got stuck there and I thought, not the game for me then. <laughs> no, I think you'd like it if you gave it some time. It, it's very much like a Telltale game, but more real and yeah. not as janky. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, it's not got the cartoon style um, to it. Like, genuinely good performances. Like, their motion capture stuff is incredible. Yeah. Like, what's his name? Uh, I forget his name. The guy that plays the Green Goblin in the first Spider-Man movie. And then, like, Ellen Page's performance is really good. Um, it still looks really... It looks impressive as well for a uh, PS3 game. So, yeah. Doesn't she turn up in Last of Us as well? And it's not her, but a very similar-looking girl. And I think they had to change oh, the right. they changed her appearance slightly to make her look less like Ellen Page. I think. <laughs> yeah, and kind of got shit for it. William uh, Defoe. Willem Defoe. Byron Osset. Yes. Yeah. So he's re- he's really good in it, um, and he has a pretty tragic story all in his reasons for wanting to like find out the origins of the spirits and stuff is uh, pretty sad. Um, so yeah, really good game. Recommend it if you're into that sort of stuff. Uh, Thimbleweed Park, oh. I'll just mention quickly. It's an old school point and click game. Really good timing for it to be out. What with uh, Twin Peaks coming back and X-Files has just been announced as coming back for another series. It definitely has uh, bits of both of them. Um, like one of the detectives is constantly mentioning having pie and stuff and cake in the local cafe, a bit like Agent Cooper in Twin Peaks. Um, and then you play two partners that are just like Mulder and Scully, which is really cool. Age of Booty, I ended up playing completely by accident because there was something wrong with uh, FIFA's matchmaking. So me and my mate Chris couldn't play FIFA yesterday. So we decided to play Age of Booty because I picked it up because it was $1.24 in that Xbox sale. It's a wow. uh, hex-based, real-time like pirate strategy game where you're like capturing bases and stuff. Um, really good. You can play against AI. Um, there's a bunch of maps. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't find anyone else to play online with, so I guess we were the only two people in the world playing it. <laughs> um, so that's not to be surprising. Um, so yeah, good game. Pick it up. If you get it on Xbox 360 or Xbox One, give me a shout and I'll play it with you. Cause so I'm... it's nothing to do with Destiny's Child then? Nothing to do with Destiny's Child. But, oh, uh, I thought you were going to be an Age of Bootylicious. God damn it, the <laughs> mystic point there. <laughs> uh, and uh, the last thing I played was World of Keflings. Um, I ended up streaming this last night for four hours. We played it non-stop until about 3am in the morning. Um, so World of Keflings is you play a one of the Xbox avatars, like a giant, and you're kind of in a world with all these Keflings, and it's almost like, take away all the combat, and it's like Age of Empires light. So you're building instructing all these keflings to like build resources and stuff and then all the resources you build like you're building up to build other things and other buildings become dependent on each other so you're kind of mapping out routes to so you take these crystals over here so we can refine them and then we can take them to the this place you can like make them into potions and then take them to the inventor's lab and then the potions can be used to make like robots and stuff and all weird stuff like that um kind of has a bit of an animal crossing vibe to it as well because like random ai come up and give you like oh hey i need you to do this fetch quest for me um bunch of character so yeah we played that for like four or five hours and um, was hooked and just chilled out chatting all the way through it was a very relaxing game reminded me a bit of like viva pinata as well kind of i really like that game yeah um so yeah that's world of keflings so yeah i'd recommend it again another one that's cheap it's also on windows i think the windows 10 store it might even be uh cross play because there's no combat or anything you're just strolling around with your goofy avatar um, doing quests and building buildings and stuff. It's got really cool, like robust building mechanics. Uh, really fun game. Completely unexpected. Didn't know what to expect. Expected to just play for an hour or so and then give it up. And then before you knew it, it was up all night playing it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try and play it tonight as well, so we can finish off. Like it has a single player, like story, and then I guess it has additional 
uh, maps that you can purchase and stuff and you move between you can move between the different maps like as different zones and build different things in each one it's a really fun game and that concludes everything i've played since i was last on a show uh, yay thanks for, well thanks, done. thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> without further ado i guess we're going to talk about a tiny bit of news so ali i guess maybe you're perhaps the most invested in the first one so we're going from age of bootylicious to uh destiny's child 2 yep <laughs> um, so that got officially announced announced i guess so so um, yeah it was uh, announced uh earlier this year wasn't it or it's been on the cards for a while that destiny 2 is happening uh and then last thursday or friday i think it was um they did a uh like a, a keynote if you like yep. uh, a live stream of basically telling us more about the game and different things uh, i played the first one quite a bit up to probably the second or third expansion was a four in total okay didn't play the last one anyway okay. um but yeah I, I feel i'm not doing it uh, enough justice with mark not being here but hey we'll crack on um so basically they announced a lot of things uh there's a lot of changes that are coming to the game obviously they're enhancing the graphics to uh to, to play on the ps4 pro and different things the the frame rate has been locked down to 60 fps or 30 fps sorry i haven't read the article but there is an article somewhere explaining why they've done that uh it's on Eurogamer, yeah yeah it's so that they can cross play it doesn't matter what format you're playing it on then you know you're not right. gonna have an edge if you're yep. playing it on a pro you've not got the edge over somebody that's playing it on a ps3 perhaps um they also said they want to use the extra fidelity like for it to look better like take that the frame rate hit and use it the 4k to look better and yeah apparently like yeah. all the collision nice. that's a good a trade-off co- yeah, oh, yeah, good, yeah yeah like, yeah yeah um, and a lot of the collision physics and stuff are apparently going to be quite complicated so as long as it's are, smooth and it doesn't yeah. look out of date yeah i'm happy but yeah, um so basically there's a more more of a storyline to it um the, a lot of their focus was allowing um people to be able to play all of the game so they basically one of the things that they were saying was that with destiny one is that if you wanted to do any of the raid inside of things and some of the strikes and different different things like that you had to have a group of people yep. uh, whereas in this yeah. they're, they're trying to integrate everyone into it uh which which is really nice because that's, that's what killed it for me um, yeah mm. i didn't have a regular crew to play the single player there wasn't enough story you were repeat like going over the same areas again and again so by the time i guess i finished the story mode i was yep. like i'm done like as good as as great as the shooting mechanics are like bungie are phenomenal like solid shooting mechanics i just couldn't justify spending money on those expansion packs knowing that i would actually see so little of the content i think that's why i stopped playing it as well because i had more of my friends either moving to or on ps4 than i did have on the xbox Uh, for anybody that's not sure about destiny as well and you've got an xbox one uh, there is a free trial that you can play at the minute don't know how long it lasts but it's there if you want to give it a go um, there's four new locations, uh, one of which is Earth, but you visit visiting different places in Earth, uh, and it seems like the world is more inhabited than what it was on previous games, so it's more lived in, so you might be going down to, to sort out conflict or whatever, but there'll be other people running around and, uh, and different things. I can't remember his name, but there is a new main enemy to the whole thing. Uh, the map's going to be bigger, uh, improved different side quests. There's new subclasses. So in the trailer, uh, there was a guy that was basically uh, Captain America, which looks fantastic. Spawn a shield, block a few shots, and then you can throw it around and bounce it off people. Uh, there was another guy with like a spear. So he like gets his spear out and just starts laying waste to people. Uh, and then there was a guy that has a flaming sword and he can jump up in the air and throw the flame off his sword onto people. Um, so they're they're pretty cool. Uh, so I think there's one for each of the uh, the warlock, titan, um, and hunter, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, the redesigning the weapon and armor s- slots and stats and different things. I think there's different weapons, and I presume there'll be different armor uh, as well. Um, and there's also a new feature uh, for clans and and um, guilds so you can create your own okay. guild and have as many people in there there may be a limit i'm not sure they've not announced that yet um but basically if you're going off to do a strike and there's four of you and it's a five-man strike or a six-man strike you can actually people can see how good your guild is but then you can say oh, okay i'll join that guild and go along with them 
Um, so it's kind of like oh, a looking okay. for group, but yeah. with a group of people, so they can say, look, we need one more. Who wants to come and join us? We've done it a few times, or we'll help you with it. So they're trying to get these bigger players to help the smaller players. Um, yeah, have you ever seen, there's that website, isn't it? It's called like 100 or something. Um, it's not made, it's like a fan thing, but that kind of does the same thing for the division where you can set up like we want to do these raids once weekly, we're a group that uses microphones kind of thing. And then similarly, like there's ones like casual runs, no microphones, just come and join sort of thing. Sounds like if they, so embedding that into the actual game sounds like a good idea. Yeah, uh, yeah, very good. Um, so what I'll do is I'll post a link to the whole show and any if someone split it up, I'll post them into our blog, um, just so you can see that for these show notes. Just because it's worth watching if you're if you're a fan of it, um, and I'm probably not doing justice of how much I'm going into it. Uh, and then the, the other last big thing really from it was the fact that the uh, the PC side of things, so they're now going to PC as well, uh, and it's exclusive via Battle.net. Uh, which is basically Blizzard have endorsed it is the way I see it um, yeah. Blizzard won't put their name to anything if they think it's crap especially if they've not created it um, so for me that that speaks a lot just by them coming on at the end of the keynote to say by the way to do all your friends lists matchmaking and different things you can now do it through our Battle.net service uh, which basically means if you play any of their other games, you've already got loads of friends on there if they decide to pick up Destiny 2. Um, so yeah, the fact that they're endorsing it and allowing them to use their services is a is a massive, massive thing. Uh, and apparently, it's a bit of a grey thing at the minute, the PC version may release later than, is it September the 8th, something like that? Is That's, the release yeah, date? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so apparently, I think there's rumours that that could be a little bit later than the console version uh, but there's there's a lot of information so anybody that's interested like I said we'll pop it in our blog for the show notes uh, but lots and lots of stuff coming in and it looks quite interesting it's got me excited for the game again to the point I downloaded the trial just to see what I could do on it and I can mm-hmm. play a little bit so why not I think they cross-platform it as well you know between the PC and the X-Bone quite possibly but I don't. if they were then it would be a Play Anywhere title as opposed to Battle.net Oh, good point, yeah. yeah. Uh, Damn. But, but it doesn't mean that if the lock-in frame rates and different things, I wouldn't be surprised if they did open it up. Uh, but who knows, because isn't there a, a, not a legality thing, but a you can't play with our toys and we can't play yeah, with yours with yeah. Xbox and PlayStation. I don't like think shit. they're ever going to see eye-to-eye, are they? Yeah. Uh, why not? I don't know, because if, if, at the end of the day, they're for gamers, everyone benefits. Uh, but yes, that's Destiny 2. Um, Mark will probably be cursing me for not going into loads and loads of depth and gushing about certain bits, but that's it in a nutshell. It was about an hour long, I think. We'll have it for the next six months with Mark anyway, so yeah. don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> next up, I don't know much about this, so you might guys might be able to educate me as well, is about Game have started... I guess their rewards card thing wasn't enough, so now they've got a £36 loyalty card scheme going on. Yeah. Um, They sent me a survey about this um, Mm -hmm. towards the end of last year, I think it was, saying, what would you pay? uh, If you were to pay, what extras would you get? Uh, And I don't know if this is replacing the current reward scheme, Um, but basically they're charging you £36, uh, for a loyalty card scheme called Game Elite, okay. which basically gives you extra points. Okay. On your birthday, you will get uh, 2,000 points, which is equal to £5. Um, so you're getting okay. some of that money back. Uh, and basically, Great. there's just extra perks to it, but you're paying for it. So it's... Yeah. It's not perks. <laughs> no. <laughs> really. No. I was looking at the percentages of it, and... Um, You've got like 10% back in points yep. and you think, well, yeah, but this is on full price games that you're charging 10% more than anybody else for in the first yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. So if you trade in a game for a tenner, you're going to get two quid back in points. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, ah. Um, yeah. EB do a similar thing here. They have like a red rewards card and then like a silver one or something. And the red one, yeah. you just collect points, but the silver one, you... Like every game in the store has two prices on it. Like the cheaper of the prices is what you get if you pay the membership. Um, 
Yeah. And then similar things like you get more money on trade-ins and stuff, but I've never bothered. It doesn't seem worth it. It, it all matters. It all depends yeah. whether it's value for money for you. If you trade in a lot of games and stuff and like you get 2% points back on trade-ins, so I guess you're making a bit of extra money on the trade-ins. I think a lot of people are trying to go down like an Amazon Prime route. Yeah. I was just going to say like if it's a va- if it's a value represents like Amazon Prime represents value to me like oh god yeah. I divide oh, it does. all the items I buy from Amazon if in a year if I divide the cost of the postage alone, it's costing me like a dollar each time I post something, get something yeah. mailed. So then that's paying for itself, really. Like, yeah. like it would cost me more in petrol sometimes to go and drive and buy some of the stuff. <laughs> if yeah, I wanted yeah. to drive to Best yeah. Buy to go and buy a game, it would probably cost me more in petrol than it does that that divided cost. And then it is about that value to you, isn't it? The EB thing, you know, the red and silver cards. Yeah. Would you have to pay for a silver card? Yes. They gave... So they used to right. give it for free for like a year. And then yeah. I didn't realise that. I thought it was just a standard thing. And then I went to use mine. And they were like, oh, you need to pay... I think it was like $20 to renew this card. And I was just like, nah, I'm all right. So then yeah. I've got a red one that collects points. But I don't buy stuff there enough. So it's like it doesn't represent value for me, kind of. Exactly. You'd have to buy every new release that yeah. year, wouldn't you, to actually make yeah. it worth buying and that's a hell the of a trading prices are atrocious though i would never trade something in i'd Absolutely. rather keep it so yeah. i don't know if gamers still like that i know they used to be so loyalty cards uh, you used to pay like a quid or two quid do you want our card cost you two quid but you get points lovely yeah there we go um but this is a yearly 36 pounds and other than getting five pounds back once a year because unless you're the queen you only have one birthday so it'd be interesting what would happen with her <laughs> uh you you get four percent back on if you buy a console, well... Yeah, that's 16 quid in £400. Are you kidding? Yeah, but the thing is, is who's going to buy a console? I would never buy a PC from them. Maybe VR. No. If, yeah, I'm just thinking things I'd buy. Maybe a PS Pro, PS4 Pro, whatever. Not really get a phone or a tablet from there. So that's 4, 4% shite anyway. It's not encouraging me to go and buy things from there at their inflated no. prices. You get 2% yeah. back on trading and digital. Apparently, our price, our promise to you, you can't lose. Does that even mean? <laughs> that isn't anything, is it? I don't know. <laughs> doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Uh, an exclusive, uh, members exclusives. What? Uh, other than the fact that he says if you sign up now, um, you get uh, the Destiny collect- the collection for £20, which in three months' time or whatever it is, is null and void anyway, because everyone will be on Destiny 2. Yeah. So. Yeah, let's face it. Who's going to be playing Destiny 1? <laughs> it's like saying oh you can have vanilla World of Warcraft but it's only good for you for like the first 50 levels or whatever and then nobody's playing it anyway <laughs> Tots. Ubisoft announced some of their new games coming that they're going to show E3 uh, amongst them was the confirmation of Far Cry 5 and then I guess today they released a trailer for Far Cry 5 which Ooh. has revealed that it's going to be set in the modern day and it's going to be set in Montana is Hannah there? Uh, she might be. Oh. I can't <laughs> confirm. Oh, that'd be brilliant. So <laughs> um, yeah, the rural wilderness known as Hope County, uh, which isn't a real place. Um, I just wondered what you guys think, because it's a bit weird. Usually Far Cry games have been set in like, tropical uh, climates, so it seems a bit weird to bring it to the US. Like We had Far Cry 1 that was set on an island, Far Cry 2 was set in Africa, 3 and 4 have been set on islands, and then Primal was kind of set on... I think the same island, but back in prehistoric yeah. times. So it seems a bit weird to come to America, but then maybe is that what the series needs? Like three and four were quite similar to each other from what I understand. Yeah. And maybe it needs to if, bring it back. If I'm honest, I'm yeah. bored of the Far Cry series as a whole. It was started yeah. off really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just the same in a different location. Um, I would yeah. like them to stop making Far Cry games use what they've learned yep. and give me a different IP using similar things which is mm-hmm. what Ubisoft are good at so you've got Assassin's Creed and then off that you've kind of had Watch Dogs Watch Dogs yeah yeah agreed yeah. Um, and stuff like that and I just think Far Cry's run its course how many more are we going to get it's like the latest FIFA it's because we had not long uh, had Far Cry 4 and then suddenly we yeah. had Primal which yeah. I, I, for me I was like yeah it looks alright but I'm bored already of your series true Agreed. So this is going to be the sixth game, isn't it? I don't it? know. I think it's going to be more dangerous than being in the age of dinosaurs, sticking yourself in the middle of America. <laughs> Moral America, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Life in your hands. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, if E3, if they can persuade me otherwise, fair enough. They've got a tough sale. I wonder if it's one of those things, kind of like the franchise sells it enough and they don't have enough faith in. Kind of like if you have, this is a weird analogy, but Bruce Willis, right? If he's in an action film. <laughs> what? going to live to hear me out. So if he's in an action well, film, it'll do reasonably well at the cinema, right? And it'll yeah. do okay. If he's yeah. in a diehard action movie. That's going to make more money because it's called Die Hard, right? Yes. Like I went to see, it was yeah. terrible, but I went to see the most recent Die Hard movie because it's a <laughs> Die Hard movie. But what else? You mug. But what else has Bruce Willis been in? Like I can't tell. Other than Looper, he's probably been in other action movies since then, but I couldn't tell you what they're called. So I just wonder if maybe they've got so much faith in the strength of the Far Cry name, they're a bit scared to leave it behind. Whereas with maybe. Watchdogs, maybe Watchdogs, maybe they felt there was enough to like make a whole franchise. But with Far Cry, they kind of don't because it's kind of like there's no overriding character to it, is there? No, so no. Well, that's the thing. That's it's just it very is. generic. Yeah, there's I lots of good ideas agree. in it, but there's nothing like, yeah. like you say, a I lead character talk. or. Yeah, I don't know the difference between three and four. I, they're both. You could show me footage of both, and I think they're both the same game. I've no idea. I know they've both got crazy bad guys and that's it. And like people on holiday or something. <laughs> I have no idea. I picked idea. up four a while ago on the Xbox on a Black Friday. And it's all right. Yeah, so did I. But I've it's just like, I oh, can't be asked to play this. It's not. Yeah. It's yeah. just too generic for me. Yeah, I agree. I'd love to know the figures behind it. If, if every time they release one, they are selling millions of copies, which I very much doubt because it, I'd never see it going, oh, Far Cry Primal's number one in the charts and no, different things. No, that's true. Um, whether they need to take a break from it or just rebrand it or I think that's what that series could do with is taking what they've learned and doing something just completely different go to space oh yeah that did Call of Duty well didn't it add some zombies into it (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, what they could do I don't know but I think I don't know how well Primal did and I've not played it but whether they could have on Primal 2. Well, if you remember, um, you start going around the second-hand shops and there's shelves full of Primal yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Dirt cheap here. <laughs> so he can't have done too well. Yeah. I feel like Can it's I... like $12 here or something, which is cheap. There, mu- for a... <laughs> there must be a market somewhere that's lapping up Far Cry games. It could be that, yeah. There's got like, to be. It could be. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Montana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Middle America, love yeah. it. And last up, I guess, some sad news about a game that's not coming out as soon hot as we hoped. Hot off the press. Hot off Which the I press think is. I called this ages ago and said it's never coming yes, out this year. Did, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, of course it will. Yeah, okay. Ali, I guess you put this one in here. So do you want to share the terrible news with us? Yeah. Uh, so Red Dead Redemption 2 has been delayed to spring 2018. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, I can't so remember if they'd actually put a date in or if it was just going to be like, was it autumn? 2017 or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, because the placeholder dates on a lot of websites was just the 31st of December, so I'm guessing yeah. they didn't actually put a date on. Yeah. Um, so th- I, I don't know whether we can blame Rockstar for delaying it if it's never really had an official date. They've just said it's coming out. Yeah. But true. You know, at the end of the day, I trust Rockstar with what they do. So if they're delaying it, then whatever, do what you want, lads. Although yeah. we do want another Grand Theft Auto, but there we go. Um, but yeah, uh, it's unlike, like we've said, South Park has been delayed again and it's now in October. Um, <sighs> Kev's still clawing on for his um, prediction at the start of the year or the end of last year. Yes, um, it's all going to shreds yeah, right now. Um, but to be fair, that South Park's been delayed. It had been over a year now, isn't it? Because it was announced at yeah, E3 yeah. last year, which was due to come out, was it? Just before Christmas, like November? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was rumoured um, the year before last, actually, thinking about it. So they're cocking on for about two years. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is yeah. with the South Park game, and I mean no, no offence to it because I do love it, it's not massively mm. graphically powered because it's no. more of a telltale <laughs> kind of thing to it. I'm sure there's a lot more behind the scenes and a dev might be screaming at me if there's one listening. Um, <laughs> and in voice acting, which is mainly two, three people, something like that. So I, yeah. I don't understand, unless it's the mechanics or money, uh, I don't know. I don't know. The yeah. voice acting, they locked off 
last year. You know, they because they, they were talking last year about how much extra lines they'd had to do than what they'd done in the Stick of Truth. Yeah. So we we know that that's done. Unless they're just going for perfection, perfection and polish. I don't know. But for it to be delayed for almost two years is a bit of a joke. Maybe this is part of the joke. Maybe this is South Park just it's train <laughs> trolling <laughs> everyone. <laughs> That's it. They're just having a, a bit of a giraffe weirs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, delays are never good. But I think we benefit in the end as long as the delay is justified. When it's just we're delaying it, so it's better money sense yeah. for our financial year. Well, I'm sorry, mate. I'm still paying for your game release it when it's ready <laughs> kind of thing mm. uh, it's just annoying that I think we come to expect release dates um, yeah. so like the new Spider-Man game that's coming out really looking forward to that hoping to see more at E3 but we've not even had a date for it or anything yet so when you don't know about it but you've just been teased it's different to actually saying we've got this game it's coming out it's going to be great it's out next week and then it's not out for like two years later or whatever you're like <laughs> it was near enough ready for you to make a bold statement like that you must be close to going to print with it sad news to end on I guess yeah but I uh, don't know about you guys I've had a lovely time today recording it's been yeah. great just to talk to you again yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to say thanks guys it's been fun to be back and I guess I just wanted to say thanks as well to all our listeners and stuff um, it's great having the conversations we have with people on Twitter and stuff it's nice to feel loved all in and I guess yeah. we um, should especially say thanks to Podbean, our hosts, because they're really, like, they retweet us every single time we post an episode. Yeah. Which is awesome, because I, I follow Podbean, and they don't, they can't possibly do that for every podcast, because so many people are on there. So yeah. there must be somebody there that likes us. So whoever yeah. you are, thanks. So, yeah, <laughs> we'll keep gushing over them, as long as they keep retweeting us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's it so I guess people can find us on Twitter at Lapsed Gamer um, our YouTube channel I've kind of started trying to organise things a little bit more and put some Let's Plays up there so go and have a watch um, help us out makes it worth doing um, I think that's it guys got anything else to say? Uh, no thanks for listening okay yeah thanks for all the fish yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright then cheers guys and goodbye Good night. au revoir There's four new loca- new locations. Four new <laughs> locations. Four. <laughs> it's gonna go in the outtakes. <laughs>